Aloha and welcome to another episode of the English 2.0 podcast, the podcast for ambitious English students who want to become fluent English speakers, global communicators, and real-world English 2.0 performers. My name is Al, and thank you so much for downloading and listening to the podcast today. We are going to do another movie review. This will be movie review number four, and I think you're going to love it. Before we get into it, please make sure you are following on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, CastBox, Podcast Addict, uh, wherever you are choosing to download uh, the podcast and listen to your podcast, please make sure you are following and subscribed. All right, so let's get into today's episode. This will be movie review number four. Today we're going to talk about a very famous movie, and actually it's a series of three movies, which is called a trilogy. This is the Back to the Future trilogy. Now, Back to the Future, of course, is a little bit old now, but um, I just watched it. I just watched actually all three of them uh, because I love them. They're fantastic uh, movies, and they really, really withstand the test of time, in my opinion. And it doesn't really matter, you know, how old you are, you know, young, old, middle-aged. Uh, it doesn't really matter. I think everybody loves these movies. And I'm going to get into the review here. I cover a lot of the, you know, that kind of stuff in the review. Uh, but again, the purpose of the movie reviews as a topic here on the podcast are first, you know, I think hopefully there's a lot of movie lovers out there. Um, if you're a listener of the podcast, you know, we, I talk a lot about, um, you know, this is the fourth movie review. I have movie reviews on the website in written form from other movies. Uh, and I also talk about how to study with movies. Okay. So I think they can be really fun tool to learn with to learn from and also just fun in general and so the the purpose of this is not to again break down the scenes like we do with movie study so keep in mind if you want to really you know go in depth on how to study with movies you can find the movie study episodes of the podcast uh, but the movie review episodes are more just to highlight um, certain movies that are fun for you and also recap some vocabulary that might be new for you as well in my review. And also just gives you a chance to listen to me speak, hopefully naturally, <laughs> and talk about movies that hopefully you love as well or that might interest you in watching in the future. All right, so today we're going to do Back to the Future trilogy and let's go. So I'm sure most of you are familiar with the movie Back to the Future. Well, maybe not for those of you who are really young, but if you're at least in your mid-20s and you're a movie lover, you probably have at least heard of Back to the Future. And again, the trilogy just means a series of three movies, like maybe you heard of the Lord of the Rings trilogy or the Dark Knight trilogy. Well, the original Back to the Future movie came out in 1985 and is a very popular movie to this day. In fact, it ranks as the number 35 movie of all time voted on by viewers on Internet Movie Database, which is imdb.com. So for this review, I'll talk mostly about the first film, and I'll touch a little bit on the second and third parts as well. And at the end, I'll talk about how to use this movie for your English study. A little bit. Again, we're not going in depth on that, but just I'll give you some 
pointers at the end. So let's get started. Um, now, Back to the Future is a family film uh, in the comedy and science fiction genres. And it stars Mike, uh, actor Michael J. Fox as the main character who travels through time with the help of his friend, a scientist played by Christopher Lloyd. So if you haven't heard about the movie or you're not familiar with it, then I'm going to go through the premise here of the story or the movie. The premise just means kind of the setup, the background, just so you can uh, get set for the main events of the movie and then the ultimate well, the con- there's always a conflict, right? And then the climax of the movie, which is when they resolve the conflict, right? You know, all movies and stories kind of take the same path in storytelling. So, all right. So, here's the premise. So, in the year 1985, high school student Marty McFly, which is, that's the character played by Michael J. Fox, has dreams of becoming a famous rock star. His friend, the scientist Dr. Emmett Brown again played by Christopher Lloyd, has just completed perhaps his greatest invention and needs Marty's help to test it out. Late at night, in the empty parking lot of a shopping mall, Doc reveals his new invention to Marty as a time machine which he built into a car. However, the experiment takes a turn for the worse when Doc is apparently shot by terrorists looking for him and Marty can only escape by using the time machine. During the escape, Marty activates the time machine, sending him 30 years into the past, the year 1955. So, without the necessary technology and power to use the time machine again, how will Marty get back to 1985? Back to the future. So, you can tell, you know, you can, by the title of the movie, it's kind of strange, right? About how do you go back to the future if you haven't been to the future but again he he's in 1955 so he needs to get back to 1985 all right so as you can see you know back to the future is simply a really fun adventure that will entertain you and make you laugh in addition it is one of the most creative and imaginative movies you will ever see in my opinion there are so many small details that you won't you know you won't be able to catch everything the first time and you'll probably want to watch it again and again in fact, I've seen the movie many, many times, and I always discover something new that I hadn't caught before. And actually, this this time when I watched, uh, I was watching, it was part two when I realized a detail that I hadn't recognized before, which actually, um, the it's kind of a foreshadowing point. So foreshadowing means something that they kind of show you early in the movie, or in this case, early in the series. That, you know, it's a very brief moment or brief clue about something that will happen later in the movie. So there was something in part two that actually happened in part three. So that, that's something new that I caught. I don't want to spoil it, so that's why I'm not giving you the details. But I'll give you a couple of minor uh, examples coming up, but nothing to spoil the movie here. All right, so the the acting is great by the whole cast. It's really top-notch. Of course, Marty and Doc are expertly played by Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd. The other major characters, uh, Biff, Lorraine, George, Jennifer, and Principal Strickland, are also all very well done. Um, And the actors are not that famous in terms of other movies, except for maybe, 
You guys might know Elizabeth Shue. Uh, she plays Jennifer in the second and third parts. She was actually a different actress in the first one. Um, but she is somewhat well-known. She was in the original Karate Kid movie, which, again, is one of my favorites. Um, what else was Elizabeth Shue in? Um, yeah, she's been in some other uh, well-known movies. But the other actors are maybe not as famous uh, for this. So, anyway, this... Um, this movie, as well as all three of the Back to the Future movies, were directed by Robert Zemeckis, who also directed great movies like, I'm sure you've heard of, Forrest Gump and Castaway. Actually, both starring Tom Hanks. And he's directed a lot of other movies as well. And then, of course, produced by Steven Spielberg. So, great you know, production uh, company, great director, so it all came together. And now something I didn't write in my original review here, but also something I have to mention is soundtrack. Of course, uh, you know I also always love the soundtrack as well as the score. Now the soundtrack, of course, there are the actual songs. Um, so back in the eighties, you know the kind of the main song for Back to the Future was a song called "The Power of Love" by Huey Lewis in the News. Really big song at the time, and a really really great song. Um, and then the score is kind of the instrumental music. And that was done by Alan Silvestri. And he has done a lot of other great movies. I mean, you, of course, he did the soundtrack for Forrest Gump. And more recently, he did the soundtrack to the Avengers movies. Okay, so if you like the, the music for the Avengers movies, Alan Silvestri. All right. So I just have to mention the music because I love the music so much. <laughs> All right. So... One thing that is great about this trilogy is how it weaves the culture into the story. So, in the, for example, in the first movie, we get to see what 1985 looked like and then 1955. And the story draws comparisons and makes jokes based on the differences between the two time periods. So let me give an example of that. So, again, remember the movie was made in 1985. So in 1985, there were popular sodas um, called Pepsi Free and tab okay those are just um just names you know pepsi free might have been one of the uh types of pepsis that didn't have caffeine or something like that. i forgot what pepsi free was but it, that was the name of it pepsi free and then there's a, a soda called tab and then when marty tries to order them in 1955 at the cafe well the the cafe owner says what are you talking about what you know i'm not going to give you a pepsi for free <laughs> and then a tab was what you call the bill back then. Okay, so he was like, well, you can't get a tab because you haven't ordered yet. Okay, so it's just kind of cultural jokes based on the time period. So that they do a lot of those little kind of jokes and details, and it's very, really, really well done, the whole, the whole trilogy. And so, you know, now that 35 years have passed since the original, you know, now we're 2021, 20, so 35, 36 years, since 1985, well, you know, a lot of you guys today probably have no idea what Pepsi Free and Tab are because those don't really exist anymore. <laughs> so it's just kind of funny, you know, these these things that come up in the culture, uh, and they definitely uh, make use of the cultural references. So really, really well done. And again, I don't want to spoil any more of the story, but, you know, when you combine you know, we have this combination of culture, comedy, and adventure. You know, and as Marty and Doc, you know, they travel, 
you know, besides, of course, 1955 into the past, you know, they also travel into the future, so 2015 in part two, and then into the Old West in 1885 in part three. So, of course, at the time of the release of part two, which came out in 1989, you know, they had to kind of predict what they thought 2015 would look like, right? Because at the time it was, what, that was 20... 30 years into the future, 25 years into the future. So <laughs> um, at the time, they had to kind of predict what the future would look like. And now that we're past it, we're past 2015, which is weird to go back and watch that. It's funny, you know, because, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff, uh, you know, it, of course, didn't happen like they thought. You know, they have the, the again, I won't spoil too much, but, um, and some of the things, you know, could definitely you know, the, the technology could definitely be here. I just, we just haven't exactly, you know, had that happen yet. Um, but one of the things that was interesting was, you know, they have, you know, back in 1989, you know, they the biggest TV that you could buy was probably not that big. I mean, those big, you know, the big tube, uh, those tube TVs, you know, that we had back then. And I'm, I'm sure the biggest, they had, you know, projection TVs, but, you know, the biggest TVs back then were, you know, as regular consumers are probably, you know, in the, I'm guessing in the 40 inch range were probably the bigger ones. Um, and in Back to the Future 2, in the future, in 2015, they did have, they did have the, I think they had the flat screen concept and they had the really big screens. Um, and so they had that part correct. I mean, in terms of, you know, having the flat screen and having the bigger size really big size, like 60, 70 inch screens. Um, the thing that was funny about it though, is because HD hadn't been invented yet. And so the picture quality is still, uh, you know, from our standards today, it's really poor. <laughs> um, cause they didn't, you know, HD wasn't invented at the time. So that's the only thing that's really funny about that. Cause they, the, you know, when they're in 2015, they have this huge screen. However, it's the quality of the old TV back in the 80s, right? So that's one of the kind of the funny things. Anyway, so overall, you know, the Back to Future trilogy are some of my favorite movies of all time. And I love the storytelling, the creativity, and the attention to detail is just incredible. The series, you know, ends nicely, and you will definitely feel satisfied once it comes to an end at part three. And actually, if you were just to stop after the first one i mean you would really really be content with that as well because you know the first one is really wonderful in its own right so i mean i think you'll want to continue to the second part but um yeah if you even if you just watch the first one it'll be really really worth your while okay so that's the kind of the review of the movie itself or the trilogy itself um but let's talk about you know, learning English from Back to the Future series, okay? Because, you know, typically I don't recommend using science fiction and fantasy movies because, you know, they involve a lot of technical terms or, you know, a lot of the names that are made up for that universe. Now, I'll make an exception for this because it's not so much a science fiction movie. It's more of a, it's more of a family kind of comedy movie, um, with science fiction elements, okay, so uh, it's definitely useful for English study because you know the story. It, it's based on a lot of. It's based on well, first our common reality, 
And it features a lot of, you know, scenes that would take place in our everyday lives. It just has that, you know, time travel element, which um, makes it fun. Okay, so But a lot of, you know, it's purposely done so that we can relate to the characters really well. I mean, we can really relate to Marty and, you know, the conflict he has. You know, he's got, um, you know, in 1985, he's got his girlfriend and, you know, he wants to get back to her. He wants to, you know, be a rock star. And so he has a lot, you know, I mean, there's a lot in the movie as well that I won't reveal here. But, you know, just makes it so that we really relate to him and he's got to get back to the future. Um, so, yeah, definitely recommend this for your movie study. And I think it's a pretty good level. Uh, so it's not going to be terribly difficult, um, but there's a lot of things you can learn. Now, again, just remember to take one scene at a time and then follow my process. And I outline that and I'll link it uh, up in the show notes here. But you want to review episode 27, How to Use Movies to Study English. And I lay out my process there of how you should go about it. And you can definitely use any of these movies, any of the scenes for that process. All right, so let's wrap up here. In short, the Back to Future trilogy is a fun and terrific series of movies. So if you're looking for something entertaining, exciting, and funny, um, these movies are definitely for you. So, in fact, I don't know anyone who wouldn't like these films. So, if you find anyone who has seen Back to the Future and didn't like it, please let me know. (laughs) I'd love to ask them why. Anyway, have fun, and you'll really, really enjoy these movies. Now, as you know, as uh, we've done the first uh, movie reviews, I always give a score on a 10-star scale. And so, I'm going to rate the whole trilogy. So, I'll... You know, indiv- well, we should rate individually. So individually, I mean, I think the original Back to the Future is a classic, and for me, that's a ten because it, you know, you can't really get higher than a ten. I mean, the storytelling, the acting, the you know, the attention to detail, the music—it's all at the top level, in my opinion. So I'd give Back to the Future a ten. Back to the Future Part Two eh, was—I'll say it's a little bit down. Um, I'll give it a seven or eight and then back to future three again i really liked i'll give that a eight or nine and so the whole movie the whole trilogy i'm gonna give a nine because as a trilogy itself it's really really fun it's just it's really really great so that is all for today's episode of movie review number four the back to future trilogy thank you so much for listening and please share this episode with a friend a classmate or a colleague and i would appreciate that And again, you have been listening to the English 2.0 podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I will catch you next time for another episode. And always remember to level up your learning and level up your life.